grand fanfare welcome to our podcast, Keeping Up With The Windsors, dedicated to the royal family. Each episode will be crammed to the rafters with opinions, news and commentary on the comings and goings of the family of Windsor. With your hosts and royal fangirls, Rachel Andrews and Michelle Thole. So grab yourself a cuppa, straighten up your tiara, shine your knighthood, round up your corgis and and let's keep up with the Windsors. Hello and welcome to this bonus episode of Keeping Up the Windsors. I'm Rachel. And I'm Michelle. Hello everyone and today is New Year's Day so Happy New Year. Happy New Year everybody. Wow 2022. Oh so weird saying that. (laughs) (laughs) So yesterday you might have listened to episode 43 and it was all about the year in review of the Royals but today is a very very special episode our bonus episode because we want to thank you the Royal community for being so supportive of me and Rachel during this whole keeping up with the wins this year. So we thought we would do the Royal Gala Awards (laughs) and just so you know little side note I'm not feeling very well hence the reason why I sound the way I do Uh, so if you're new here I'm sorry you're hearing me in a very cold kind of uh, speaking kind of way but what are we going to do this episode Rach what is going to happen so we've got some different categories that we're going to break it down in so we've got fashion moment of the year engagement of the year moment of the year And then we've broken it down into the best queen engagement, Charles, Camilla, Catherine and William. Brilliant stuff. Okay, fantastic. Let's uh, start off then with, should we do the separate engagements or should we just go straight into the big ones? Let's do the separate engagements first. Okay, all right, perfect. So let's start with the queen then. So my personal favourite has to be when she cut a cake with a sword. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh this was wicked oh, I it was just this. so memorable and it was just so sassy and 95 year old she's still got it in her isn't she <laughs> <laughs> love it and what I loved about this engagement it was with the Duchess of Cornwall and the Duchess of Cambridge as well and yep. uh what did she say Rach when somebody said oh there's a knife there oh she said I know oh, well I know there is but this makes it more interesting <laughs> you tell them you tell I mean she's probably cut she's probably cut so many cakes over her lifetime you know she's oh god another another knife oh let me get a sword (laughs) give me the swords see my favorite engagement for the queen is actually the opening of the state parliament this was the first time that she would be doing it with um Charles and Camilla and not Prince Philip so it was so synonymous with her new life without him But also, I just love a bit of bling. I love a bit of pomp and ceremony and, you know, tradition. And this for me was her, you know, in a very iconic engagement as queen. Yeah. And there was also that massive portrait of Prince Philip, wasn't there, as she was walking in. Yeah. And the camera actually picked that out. And it was like, oh, like you really felt you really felt like this is, as you said, it's one of the first engagements that she did without him. Yeah. Since he's passing. Like we've said before, it was kind of like, I'm still here. Yeah. But here's my son. Here's the future king. So what we did, Royal Community, is over on our Instagram, we asked you, what was your favourite queen engagement? And what did the Royal Community decide, Rach? So the Royal Community winner is... Drum roll. Sword cutting. <laughs> Yay! So they sided with you, Rach. They went with the sword cutting. It was an amazing engagement. I did really like this one. So let's move on to Prince Charles and Michelle. 
we're joint on this we are joint on this our favorite engagement from charles for this year has to be cop 26 it has to be right i mean he fell up the stairs how could it not be oh Oh, charles charlie boy charles I just love that he was going around like he spoke to Stella McCartney, didn't he, about the um, sustainable fashion. He was talking about biofuel with um, like Formula One people. This was his shining moment. Yeah, he he was in his lane doing his thing and it was wonderful to see and wonderful to be a part of. Yeah, we saw him meet Joe Biden and even Joe Biden said, you know, we're here not because of Charles, because he's not the only activist for climate change. But as we've said Charles has been speaking about this for years and years and now it's come to fruition that you know back in the day Charles was mocked Charles was laughed at yeah but hey like it's it's fashionable now in a sense to talk about climate change yeah and he has definitely been a pioneer a pioneer in the field I felt a bit sorry for Charles but actually it shows strength of character to be that steadfast in your beliefs and knowing what's right and for everyone else to then come along and grow up with you, if that makes sense. So I really like this coming of age for the public to see Charles and to go, actually, he was right all along. So what do you think was the winner, Michelle? To be honest, I actually think it's probably COP26 because he did really, really shine. But it could also be the Egypt moment. I'm going to go COP26. I'm going to, I'm going to stick to my guns. What was it, Rach? It was COP26. Yay! <laughs> well done, Royal Community. So we all actually chose the, you know, I want to say the right winner, but we all chose, <laughs> <laughs> we all chose the same engagement and it was COP26. Well done to Charles. It was an amazing engagement. So let's move on to Camilla. And she has had some wonderful engagements this year. But my absolute favourite has to be a recent one. And it was only the other week with the children from Helen and Douglas House Charity and the Roldale Charity. And it was the kids dressing a tree at Clarence House for Christmas. This just put the biggest smile on my face. There were so many great moments from this engagement. The little boy wearing the bearskin hat. Yeah. It was incredible. You you just love, you love an engagement with a sword because... <laughs> That's all you oh, yeah. like. Putting the, sword. the, sword. <laughs> the baubles on the tree with the sword, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> my engagement, um, my favourite from Camilla was Beth um, and Bluebell, and there was a video of them. I think it was Beth, wasn't it? She was um, unveiling a plaque yeah. outside um, the Battersea Dogs Home, and I just, honestly, I was like, I, I've watched it just as many times as I've watched Catherine and William's ten-year anniversary <laughs> video. That's how much I loved it. <laughs> But that's our choices. What did the royal community go with, Rach? So the royal community also chose Christmas at Clarence House with the children. Oh, brilliant. It was such a wonderful engagement. It was. And it was just such a highlight of, um, again, another tough year. And this was a great way to celebrate and end the year. Yeah. So let's move on then. Let's move on to Catherine. Catherine's engagement what's the best Catherine engagement for 2021 for you Rach so again there's been so many and there has been some standout moments but I would have to say the carol concert yeah oh what a wonderful engagement I loved it I just loved that we got to see her play piano I never knew she could do that yeah I loved that you know she brought all these communities together that she's met throughout the year and 
it was just a, it was a great occasion there was so many there was a lot of the royal family there little Mila Snedden was there and you know we've got a special place in our hearts for Mila and Aww. obviously so is Catherine now and yeah it was just great TV and I just really wish that this is it, this would be an annual thing I think it'd be so great a way to recognize and thank communities to have this every single year yeah so my favorite Catherine engagement of 2021 was her hold still book launch and I just and everything to do with hold still I absolutely loved I love the fact that she worked with book fairies and she was putting the books out in front of Kensington Palace you just walk past and pick one up and I just loved the whole idea of hold still and how it was about other people and their experiences of being in lockdown rather than it all being on Catherine and Catherine being the main star and I just I just thought this initiative was absolutely beautiful it brought together a whole uh, population's collective experience into one book um for me anyway epitomize um humanness and the the rawness and the pain but also the beauty that comes out of something traumatic absolutely and it really captured a moment in time for the whole nation and that's what was great about it was that it wasn't about Catherine it was about other people but she was just the figurehead for it I love when she was outside the billboards with William and William looked just really really proud like oh wow those billboards went through up and down the country so it was a it was a national project it wasn't just because it was a royal and that's when we got the uh, KFC moment wasn't it yeah <laughs> <laughs> William's looking in the window at KFC and these people are like oh my god is that William it's William <laughs> so that's what we think are the best Catherine engagement what did the royal community vote for so royal community your overall favourite engagement from Catherine was meeting Mila oh wow of course and who could forget that moment when Mila said, when Catherine asked Mila, oh, what's your favourite colour? She said pink. And she said, oh, when I meet you, I'll wear a pink dress. And that's exactly what she did. She met little Mila wearing a pink dress. And, oh, it was just absolutely adorable. And to see Mila giving a little reading last week at the Carol concert. Yeah. It was just, oh, it just, as you said before, it warmed my cockles. <laughs> it was just one of those moments. It was like so heartwarming and... Mila is going to be such a fixture throughout the years, I think. And we just wish Mila all the best because I actually saw on Twitter um, just before Christmas, she had actually gone back into hospital. Oh, love her. Um, but she did actually, she was actually able to come out just before Christmas to spend it with her family. Oh, so we wish Mila all the best in her continued recovery. Yeah. So let's move on then. What about best William engagement 2021, Rach? What is yours? Mine has to be Earthshot. Has to Me be. Me too. Me too. How could <laughs> it not be? I mean, he's up in that um, London eye with a rug <laughs> and a television, and then you know, or a little um, a little flick back to his wedding, <laughs> a little kiss on the balcony. Then he had a, a turtleneck moment with a blazer. How can we not a velvet blazer, a velvet green blazer? <laughs> How can the Earthshot Prize not be? Um, the best William engagement he honestly he was shining so bright that night and I was so proud of the initiative yeah and I think the whole Earthshot Prize Awards was just such a great occasion and Catherine there being the supportive wife but it was really about him and 
you know this moment that has been building up to but again like with whole still it wasn't about him it was about the people that are behind these initiatives and are moving these initiatives forward to make the change and that's what's really important and that's what we're going to see throughout the next 10 years because don't forget this is a 10-year project isn't it absolutely and I'm really looking forward to it next year is going to be in America with current situations allowing we might even see them in America um for Earthshot next year okay so we've chosen Earthshot it was our standout but what did the royal community decide over on Instagram Rach Earthshot yeah Earthshot I mean, as well yeah well done royal community well done <laughs> <laughs> can I just actually give an honorable mention another really engagement that I absolutely loved this year and it was so funny was when he met the um, care home resident Betty and and he was accused of flirting with her and he was like I don't know who's flirting more is it me or is it Betty (laughs) that was just hilarious I just thought I'd mention that because yeah that was another one that just really made me chuckle (laughs) this year okay so now we're moving on to the big ones Rachel so let's move on to favorite fashion moment of the year and I think, Michelle, we don't even need to like discuss this. It's, it's going to be a given, right? Um, I mean, I don't know about you, Rach, but um, something about gold springs to mind. <laughs> gold! Gold! <laughs> uh, I said in, the, in yesterday's episode, it was the dress that launched a thousand ships. And I really do believe that this was just... It was honestly, I'm still not over it. Still not over it. Still not over it. Still not over it. It was just absolutely amazing. Jenny Packham, gold dress, exquisite. Just everything. The whole look was just perfect. Her hair, her makeup, her jewelry. So for someone who's listening now, thinking, "Who's hair? Who's Catherine's (laughs) at the James Bond premiere?" But come on, oh yeah, you knew that. (laughs) You knew that. (laughs) Do we even have to say who it is? Exactly. I know. I know. But did the royal community agree with us? That is the question. Royal community, who is your fashion moment of the year? Of course it was Catherine in the gold dress. Of course it was. (laughs) How could it not be? Of course it was. After the crappy new year everyone had had and, you know, being in lockdown, this was one of the first occasions where we'd had a red carpet moment. Yeah. And it was just one of those wow moments so iconic so left field for what Catherine we would expect to wear and I think that's why it shocked a lot of people surprised a lot of people but in a good way and also the somebody can be as regal as powerful as confident but also be feminine and sexy and strong and to be honest she had so many adjectives all in one with that one dress and I was just like yeah I was proud to be a royal community uh, member at that point I was like yeah you go girl where where is she gonna wear that again you know when's that gonna pop out again I know I know she does re-wear the dresses doesn't she which we saw at the Earthshot prize for example she wore a repeat dress I think if she repeats that dress it will be without the cape. Yeah. Maybe she'll wear it to, I don't know, Princess Charlotte's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! Tony Ochi's time. Look at me now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Let's move on to the favourite engagement of the whole year, Rach. This is the whole year of 2021. What is your favourite engagement? For me, it has to be the Earthshot Prize with William just it just has to be you know how many times can we say we've seen a new side of him we've seen his set up we've seen his step up 
he's becoming more king-like not that he hasn't been before but this is just such like a world-changing global powerful initiative to uphold and to present to the rest of the world and to know that he's been working on this for several years I just I just love everything about this and you know hopefully fingers crossed this can really make an impact and really change and make a difference to the world so I'm going to see your Earthshot Prize and I'm going to raise you COP26. And I'm going to say that because, Ooh. yeah. And the reason why for me it was the engagement of the year is because it wasn't just about one thing. This this co- collective um, impact, to have that many influential people in a room was literally world changing if they, you know they put into action what they're able to say. So for me, I'm always going to do COP26 because it doesn't just affect people in the UK or the Commonwealth. It's a worldwide um, effort and it's about getting the most powerful people in the room and talking about solutions to the climate crisis. And that for me is why it was my favorite engagement. And also because they all showed up, didn't they? Obviously, the Queen was on, on the TV doing a speech, which was a wonderful speech, by the way. But then you had the evening where Catherine and William and Camilla and Charles were there. And, you know, we had the honorable, honorable mention of David Attenborough. He was there, wasn't he? And I just loved I just loved everything about COP26. It was so important that our royal family were figureheads of it because they've been the figureheads of climate change for the longest time. And I think what's going to be interesting to see in the years to come is the parallels between the Earthshot and COP26, how they interchange with one another, because how can you not have the Earthshot without COP26? I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, obviously, it won't be called COP26 the, the next time we have it, but, you know, moving forward, you know, as we said, Earthshot's happening over the next 10 years. Yeah. So these are definitely going to be intertwined. And I think we are going to see much more of William and Charles working together because these are both passions that they both share. And the Royal Community picked for Best Engagement 2021. The Bond premiere. Yeah. (laughs) All those beautiful dresses. Um, (laughs) Obviously, Charles and... William and Catherine and Camilla looking top notch. So well done, Royal Community, on your pick of best engagement. So we're moving on to our final category, Rach, and it is moment of the year 2021. It's a sad one, Royal Community. It has to be Prince Philip passing and Prince Philip's funeral. Yeah. It was just a, wow. I mean, we we found out together, didn't we, as such? I think I called you, I, I told you. We both had a cry together. We cried over a man we'd never met before. But a lot of people did and a lot of people were upset. And it wasn't until someone like that passes that you realise how much of an impact that they have had on, you know, on this country, on the Commonwealth, throughout the world. You know, and that must have been such a great comfort to the royal family, especially to the Queen, who had lost her husband of 73 years. And the one thing I really enjoyed is finding out about Prince Philip on a completely different level during the podcast. So we have got a whole tribute um, episode and we learned so much about him. I've got so, I've got even more of a deeper respect and a deeper um, understanding of how he was and how he worked. And 
he was a remarkable man oh absolutely remarkable we didn't know that he had authored books did we i know i know and when we went to windsor castle we went to the celebration of prince philip and some of the books were there it was about seagulls and all sorts wasn't it <laughs> cows what i really enjoyed and in- enjoyed obviously when you're talking about someone passing but was how much involvement he had in his own funeral. Yeah. <laughs> like the little touches, like he's, um, his horse carriage being there and his calf, the mint box that he used for, you know, to feed the horses mint. The Land Rover as well. Yeah. And although it was scaled back due to the coronavirus pandemic, it was still majestic and it was still grand. But in a way, I think that he probably would have appreciated more than if it had been on this state occasion. It, it, it suited his personality even more. Exactly. And also what I um, thought was poignant is that it was just a family funeral because there was only 30 people allowed there due to COVID restrictions. And actually that made it even more memorable and iconic although it was very difficult to see the queen not being comforted in, in a way I think all funerals should just be the people who love the, the that person the most and sometimes they just become so impersonal but for me having a small scale down funeral for Prince Philip someone who didn't like fuss someone who didn't like the whole pomp and pageantry he just went with it because that was his role and his duty it was so fitting for him and that's the reason why for me it was definitely the moment of the year you know, who who can forget that moment when the band started up outside and oh. his procession started to go towards St. George's Chapel. Oh, it was just so heartbreaking. I was sobbing my heart out. I really was at that point. Yeah. And, you know, the point when he had his children and his grandchildren, his grandsons walking behind his coffin. Again, that was just such a touching moment. And then to see the Queen by herself, it was heartbreaking and the the singers were incredible and the readings were beautiful and it was just as as we say it was the whole culmination of all those things together that just had to make this moment and I think Royal Community that is why you picked this moment as well as your moment of the year. So we're, we're unanimous in this everyone's moment of the year was Prince Philip's passing. Passing and funeral yeah yeah how, how how can it not be how how could it not be because you know yeah I hate to describe a funeral as beautiful but it really was beautiful and really fitting to a man that has served not only his country but to serve his wife and the job that he's had for you know over 70 odd years just absolutely incredible yeah couldn't agree with you more couldn't have said it better myself So that's it for our Royal Gala Awards. But I do want to just do a special award here for our most valuable player, our MVP of the year, Rach. Who is your MVP? Oh, this this is hard. Like, I've been backwards and forwards with this because all of them have really stepped up in a way. I don't know. Like, it's really hard (laughs) because I'm, I'm really undecided with this because do I say someone like Charles? We have seen him a lot this year. We've seen Camilla a lot this year, but I hate to say this because we always go back to Catherine and William, but can I just have a joint one and say the Cambridges as a whole? Well, you're cheating, but I'll give it to you. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Okay. Because we have really seen them come up to the past, become this future king and queen consort in waiting, really elevate their position and 
I've just really felt that from them this year. Don't get me wrong, I've loved everything Charles and Camilla have done. I, I really have. But to me, William and Catherine, they're just on another level. They just, they just are. And I don't know if it's because they're younger, we're the same sort of age as them, so maybe we can feel like we're more in tune with them as such than we would do with Charles and Camilla. It, it is hard, but how can you not? You know, you've got you've got Hold Still, you've got the Early Years Foundation, you've got yeah. the Earthshot Prize, you've just got so many things that have happened this year that have just been such great initiatives, meeting people, meeting communities, having Zoom calls, you know, it's just, they've just been absolutely brilliant and I just can't wait to see what they do in the new year. I really can't. So I agree with you. My, I'm going to pick one though, and I'm going to pick Catherine. And the reason I'm going to pick Catherine is because Catherine has had so much negative press. She's had Megan saying that she made her cry. She's had me saying she shouldn't have gone to the Sarah Everard. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure she doesn't know that I said that. Um, she's had a lot of stick this year. She's had a lot of stick. But you know what? She has stood up tall. She's put her shoulders back and she's actually stepped into the role of Queen's consort in waiting. And not just that, but she's surpassed it. She's like, she's blown expectations out of the water. Her initiatives that are coming out right now are going to be life changing for people moving forward. Her hold still engagement was just incredible. There's been things that she has done this year and not just like she stepped into the presidency for the Lawn and Tennis Association. That's a massive role for her. Um, but when you move forward with Catherine, you see that there's not only just her with being a leader in these leadership roles, but also her um, being a partner to William as he goes through the Earthshot Prize, supports him through COP26. There was just this to and fro in between the two of them. So I do understand why you chose both. I really do want to pick out Catherine and say she, for me, has been my MVP. Um, and we could we could have just picked anyone from the royal family because they've all been amazing this year. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. But Catherine, for me, has been steadfast and strong and she hasn't, I want to say haven't put a foot wrong. I feel like she did once. Um, but uh, that's my own personal opinion, by the way. But every single time, not only is she doing that, but she's also doing that by um, adhering to beauty standards and fashion moments and what we expect of her as a royal consort. That is, those standards are so high. She must be exhausted. Plus being a mother of three, I know she's got help at home, but still, my hat tips to her and to say congratulations to even do a piano <laughs> accompaniment. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the woman is just a superwoman. And I just want to say a massive happy new year to all the royal community out there and a well done to the royal family for an amazing um, year of ups and downs, of course. But the engagements have been absolutely wonderful. And it's been so wonderful to follow them as well. It really has. And like, as we said in the previous episode, it's been a year of high highs and really low lows, hasn't it? Low lows. Low, low, low yeah. lows. <laughs> so it will just be interesting to see what we pick next year what's going to happen in the next year we've got so many things coming up the biggest being the queen's platinum jubilee yeah fingers crossed it goes ahead in the sense that covid restrictions are we're allowed to go basically hopefully because yeah you know this is the first time in british history had a monarch celebrating a platinum jubilee yeah and never in our lifetimes are we going to see anything like this ever again so it's a really special moment for us as Royal Community followers. 
and we're just so excited and you know we'll be keeping you guys up to date on the run-up and obviously we're going to be there for the platinum jubilee celebrations ourselves and i'm honestly i'm so excited to go i i honestly cannot wait if i cried at me if i cried at seeing the queen in the car what am i going to be like when she's waving on a balcony i'm just I'm going to be beside myself. (laughs) There's so much coming up in 2022. Have an amazing first day of the new year, Royal Community. Thank you so much for being here. If you'd like to join us over on Instagram, you can find us at Keeping Up With The Windsors Pod. Email us at Pod at gmail.com. In the show notes, you'll find a link if you'd like to support the podcast and buy Rachel and I a coffee. And you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. The link is in the show notes as well. It's amazing to be part of the Royal Community. Thank you so much for voting over on instagram thank you so much for listening to our bonus episode and we will see you next week for the first of our 2022 royal content thank you so much for being here and we will see you next week on keep Keep it up with the windsors Windsors.